0: This is a CBC Podcast. Hey friends, Andrew here. Weird, right? It's been a couple years since you've heard from us on the feed. You've probably been wondering, when will there be new heartwarming slash goofy antics of Rob and Andrew? Well, a lot's happened since our last episode. I got a two-year-old now. There's an ongoing global pandemic. Rob's been really focused on making homemade soups but we did manage to spend a lot of time thinking about what the next incarnation of the show might look like. And we didn't want to just do more of the same old stuff just for the sake of it. So bad news, between all that, we don't have any plans for a third season. I do have good news though, but first I want to take a second to say how much fun it was making those two seasons and how much it meant to hear from our listeners along the way. People are still now just discovering the show, and that is awesome. Please continue to reach out to us through email cbc.ca and on Twitter at personalbestcbc. I still have notifications turned on, and I get one, like, every six months. Thank you to everyone for listening and sharing all your stories with us. Okay, now for the good news. Rob and I are still working together, and for the past year, I've been helping him create a new podcast here at CBC called Limited Capacity. It's a fiction anthology series about how we interact with other humans online. It's a bit of a detour from what you're used to on Personal Best, but Rob wrote and directed it, I edited it, and it's even got music from our pal Breakmaster Cylinder, so it's a bit of a reunion. Rob's done a great job with the series of capturing that surreal feeling of being online, especially in the last couple of years, where things are familiar but oddly distant and weird and somehow more isolating and alienating than ever the episodes are a little dark, a little funny, and a little strange. It's like if Rob got to turn his doppelganger idea from Personal Best into a whole series. I think you're going to enjoy it. Anyways, enough for me. Here's the first episode of Limited Capacity. By the way, there's some swearing and a little spookiness in the episode, so just a warning in case you have kids around. Enjoy. This is limited capacity.
1: My name is Edie Reyes. And when I first moved to Toronto, I took a cab from the airport right to the corner of Bay and Adelaide. It's embarrassing, but the first thing I wanted to see was my new office. It's a 44-story skyscraper with a fleet of elevators. The lobby is decked out with marble floors. The concierge, it's like this older guy named Ermine who sees so many people each day, he's kind of given up on learning anyone's names. I found it all very romantic. The city, the building, the job. Working for Greg Mitchell was not.
2: How are things with you, Katie? Yeah, everything is good. Yeah.
1: You know, got into running. uh... Oh, nice. There was a lot not to like about my boss, Greg.
2: You know, I'm all about health and fitness. I used to be a personal trainer. So, you know, my my routine is, yeah, I get up at four o'clock in the morning. um, But but kudos on on the um, running. Yeah, well, that's me, you know. Greg was
1: also a terrible leader. Spineless.
2: We just want to hold back on the tone a little bit. I think it came off a little too strong
1: bursting with a kind of bouncy, manufactured positivity that made him deeply unlikable on Monday mornings, Friday afternoons, and the daisy-chained workdays in between. But he was also good to me.
2: I'm championing you. I'm being your brand ambassador. Um, When I talk to different leaders, you know, about
1: who... He supported my career, and he mentored me.
2: Whenever you need any help, you're struggling, I'm here. No problem. I think you've got the the trajectory, the, the,
1: the persona. Sometimes when I think about the way that he died, I feel sorry for him. Almost. The company's work from home policy meant no one came into the office on weekdays. Our team lived inside Slack channels and Zoom calls. Edie. Good morning, Aaliyah. Aaliyah was one of my closest friends at work. Oh, we don't think new of your hair. It looks awesome. No, it's this exact same hair. I mean, I washed it. Don't change it. It's perfect. Are
3: you kidding? No, seriously. Andy. What's up, guys?
1: Hey. hey. And Andy was a man who worked at the company well past his expiration date. Yeah, uh, we having this meeting or what? Also, Charjo from Digital. He was new. Chargel! Hi there. It's
4: so good to meet you. Yeah, likewise. Nice nice meeting everyone. Welcome. You're in Nicole's team, right? I was on Nicole's team, yes. Okay. Yeah, she brought me on, um, and uh, I was fortunate enough to spend maybe a a few months with her on her team before uh, she was let go. Oh
3: my god. Nicole literally just got hired.
4: She had a meeting with Greg. Whatever happened, um, she wasn't even allowed to pack up her desk.
3: Oh do you mind if i quickly just
4: ask how many people got let go uh i don't i was never told that so i just kind of want to just be curious new information to me as well (laughs) really uh yeah so i mean it's 20 people got like what wow no way man
1: yeah uh, that's
4: what i'm talking about Aaliyah man like they're just chopping heads here and it's like we gotta look out for each other man
1: well there must be a reason like you know I'm sure Greg could probably, you know, explain or, like, give us that a That guy little...
2: can't explain his way out of a paper box, man. <sighs> Speak of the devil. Good morning, folks. How's everyone doing?
1: Hi, Greg. Good.
2: Good to see all your smiling faces.
1: Nobody was smiling.
2: I have a question, Greg. Sorry to interrupt, brother. Yeah. Yeah, just a quick question. Sounds like we're getting fired. Is that true, Greg? Okay, well, one second, Andy. Um, so I, I do want to share some good news, um we're a global company you know the company's always transitioning being strategic and and with that in in mind um there's been some discussions with some executive leaders in partnership that you know there is going to be a global restructuring what i
1: think may uh, i'm sure
2: i mean i'm just please guys Guys, you know, out of respect for my team, because I do consider you as family, and wanted to give you a heads up because, you know. To give us the heads up. We had to hear it from the new guy. Penny. Listen, word does travel and, you know, mixed signals and restructuring and layoffs. That's not. Right. So
3: we're keeping our jobs then.
2: It's a great question. I, the senior leadership team is still working through. It that process right now um i think uh there's gonna be what is uh, you know sometimes what we do is a, a lift and shift
3: right greg i'd really appreciate if you didn't use buzzwords what would you call happen to nicole
2: Andy, guys i'm being transparent with you all okay as much as possible are
3: we gonna be losing our jobs
2: so so that is still yet to be tr- not losing jobs i think uh, it's, it's an exciting time for the company. I think this is a good time to, you know, revamp and update your resume. Postings are going to come up in a couple of weeks.
1: What? Good job posting. Sorry, I'm just going to write this
2: down. So, we are getting restructured. Let's, you know what, instead of restructuring, guys, with this team, let's say uh, a, a positive opportunity. Or forget it, just an opportunity. Can you stop using the word
3: opportunity? When we did have our one-to-ones, he was talking to you about me signing on my new condo. So, as a family, I would have thought you would have given me maybe a heads up. I, w- I was not
2: aware at that time. Yeah.
3: You you weren't aware yesterday. Come on,
4: dude.
2: I think you just need to pause right now. I think you're overanalyzing, overthinking about the situation right now. Well, okay? Greg, it is our, it's, it's our lives and it's our job. Uh, but Greg just
1: said we're safe, essentially.
2: I mean, maybe... He didn't. He never said we're safe. It's okay, guys. guys. Listen to Greg. Let's listen. Guys, so i I got to jump into another meeting. Oh, convenient. Thank you all. Have a great day. And we'll touch base later. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Okay, uh,
1: okay,
3: go. <laughs> what the what was that? Seriously, what what was that? We got bamboozled, that's it. We're done. We're done, it's easy.
4: And keep in mind, he was he was Nicole's mentor, okay? He was the one guiding that team. And he mm. gets to say and Nicole and nineteen of my other friends
3: leave. I mean the snake, he survives anything. Cockroach. This guy's looking you in the eye, Aaliyah. And he's saying, "Yeah, you know what? Go buy your go buy your condo." Thank you. But like, we do our jobs really, really well, and he does his job not well.
1: We do do our jobs really well, right? Yeah, Edie. Like we do. That's not just in my head. No, it's, it's it's not. It's
2: not in your head. Can we just like galvanize as a group and like admit as a team like we hate Greg?
1: I mean, he is in a challenging position.
3: Oh, okay, Edie. You're so kind and you're such a good person. But come on, real talk.
1: I just, I don't, I don't respect him. That's stronger, I think, in some ways.
3: No, but be honest, Ed. What is the vibe when you are alone in a kitchen with him? What do you mean? He's 100% a creep. I see it. I see it all the time. Yep.
1: Okay, well, there was like this one time we were like at a tech conference in uh, Baltimore. And there were a bunch of meetings all day. So we we had to take a later flight together and... When we got to the hotel, we, like, rushed to meet the clients and it it was a bit of a party. So there were a bunch of drinks and then, you know, everyone, like, went to bed and stuff. And um, he, like, invited me to his room for room service. Fuck. (sighs) Honestly, like, we were kind of drunk and I, I think it was just innocent. I've met his wife a million times and, like, the restaurant was closed so it was just sort of like... I mean, I don't think he meant anything by it.
3: Was he wearing his wedding ring? Because Nicole said that he likes to take it off on business trips.
1: I I honestly don't remember. I was just like, I'm tired, Uh, I'm gonna go to bed, and that was the end of it. He didn't try to push anything.
3: That's because you caught him in the act.
4: We all fucking hate that guy, right?
1: After that call, our frustrations with Greg got funneled through a new game. Let's say you want to kill Greg. How do you do it? You sneak into his
3: house and you saw through his banister just halfway. The railing snapped, and he falls to the bottom of the stairs, the victim of a sleepwalking accident.
1: I got one. Have you guys seen A Clockwork Orange? Uh, yeah. yeah. We should like have his eyes like spread wide open, and then have a voice recording of him just telling us the word restructuring over and
0: over and over again. <laughs> That's great. Oh, oh, yeah.
1: We played it everywhere. Hey, babe. We're working on
3: the one where Greg gets hit by a train. But instead of tying him down, we're going to use really
1: strong magnets. Whenever we could.
2: All right, thanks, and uh, talk to you there, guys. See Have you. a great day. Bye. Thanks
1: so much, Greg. Any other business, sir? Uh,
2: yeah, I've got something
4: important I'd like to add. Um, what if we killed Greg with little
1: <laughs> <laughs> My
4: man right there.
1: Meeting after meeting.
4: I mean, I just don't understand the magic show part of it.
1: Because when we saw him in half,
3: we did it for real. Right, okay. Or we could dehydrate him. I'd like to take out my bra wire and stab him with it. I
2: want him to get really good at mountain climbing and then
4: make a simple mistake and die.
3: We could hire a witch to curse him.
1: We had been pushed around and lied to. Planning Greg's death gave us some semblance of control over our own lives. It was harmless. People who have power don't obsess over someone like Greg. Powerful people don't think about you at all. That's the whole problem with power.
4: Uh, so I just got off the phone with Greg and HR, and I guess they're not going to renew my contract.
1: What? My thought, you. Oh, my God. I'm so sorry, Sharjel.
4: That makes no sense for you. I
1: mean, can we do anything?
4: I'm fine. But I did brainstorm the perfect way to kill Greg. And I've been kind of saving it for a special occasion.
3: (laughs) Yes! Do it!
4: But first, um, we all hate Greg, right? Oh, I fucking hate Greg. I hate Greg. Yep. Perfect. He, uh, he loves to work out. Early mornings. He's down in his garage doing deadlifts, grunting, high-fiving himself. Anyways... I'd find a way to get in, and find a good spot to hide. And when he's on his last set, and his arms are real shaky, I'd sneak up behind and throw my full weight on the bar. You only need five pounds of pressure to collapse a windpipe. Jesus Christ, Wow, Was that too much?
1: You're such a creep. I'm gonna miss you, man.
4: Yeah going to miss you guys.
1: Sharjah had one month left on his contract, but it would be three days later when I got the call. Hello? Yeah, this is Edie. But I was just speaking to him. I don't understand. He was working out. It's just a little, um, confusing. I'm so sorry
3: for your loss. Okay. You're joking, right? Because you're selling it really, <laughs> you're selling it all Like Greg, 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 R. Greg.
1: Yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay, but that's not even the fucking weirdest part. What? He died because he was working out and the bar, um, fell on him and, um, crushed his windpipe. Holy so. Oh my
2: gosh. He's gone.
1: Well, yeah, he's fucking dead now, apparently.
4: He's not just dead. He's dead in the exact way we described. In the way you described.
1: I mean... We were all on the
3: call. So someone else was listening to it, and they're they're, they're trying to set us up. Okay, well, chill. I don't see what the big deal is. We all wanted this guy dead. He's dead. Like, how is this a problem? We conspired to kill our boss,
4: and then he died. That's a felony. It was your plan, you little fucking psycho. Okay, what? I was joking.
3: We were all joking. (gasps) Well, it's not a joke anymore, is it?
1: Okay, okay. Why don't we just all take a breather here? I think it's just best that we don't talk to the police at this time without a lawyer present, and also we should probably stop communicating with each other just for like the next little while. And like, you know, let's just wait and let's see what the police investigation turns up. If we do need to come forward for any reason, we just, we do it as a group. Can we all agree to that, please?
3: Yeah, of course, agreed. Yeah. Andy? (laughs) Fine,
4: yeah, fuck, fine. I, I agree. Great. I'm logging off.
1: The weeks after Greg's funeral were the hardest. I could have taken vacation days or a leave of absence. But any change in behavior might have looked suspicious. So I woke up. Went to work. Paid too much money for therapy. That was my life for three months. When someone close to you dies, you're left with a feeling that you didn't do enough. You feel responsible for what happened. But you can't kill someone by thinking bad thoughts about them. People don't just die because you say mean things about them behind their backs. You were just talking, Edie. That's what my therapist repeated to me over and over again. And on the good days, I, I was able to believe that. Almost. My name is Edie Reyes, and I killed my boss, Greg. At least... It felt that way. Our company never restructured. The new policy left the company vulnerable to wrongful dismissal claims. So they dropped it, like so many of their other awful ideas. But we did get moved around. Aliyah got promoted. And Sharjal applied for Greg's job, and he got it. As for Greg, stories about him came out after his death. About how he created a toxic work environment. His questionable socialization with new hires. Greg was my mentor, and he was kind to me. He just wasn't a good person, but you already knew that. Things would be better with my new boss, Aaliyah. How are you, babe? I'm good, Um, but I am very sorry. I was supposed to get you that deck by the end of the day, and um, honestly, I just got sidetracked, but you will have it.
3: Not a problem. It's completely fine. Trust me, all is good. Uh, thank you for writing your evaluation. You'll be happy to know that you received a four.
1: Oh, well, thank you very much. Uh, thank you. <laughs> I love
3: working with you. You're just genuinely, and you always have been, an absolute superstar. <laughs> I know you know that already. Um, I'm actually calling you because I wanted to... Uh, I wanted to ask you a small favour. Okay. It's about what happened. Right. Um, I've been speaking to Andy and Sharjil. We all feel, we all feel like we can't move on, really.
1: I don't understand. There's nothing else to do.
3: Right. It's just that, um, look, I know we're not responsible, logically. I I, I do know that. But the rest of us feel a bit.
1: We we feel a bit unresolved about it. Do you
3: ever play that game, Bloody Mary? Do you have that here?
1: I mean, yeah, we played it as as kids. You say Bloody Mary thirty times into the mirror, and then the ghost is supposed to come out and kill you.
3: Yeah, yeah, it's ridiculous. But do you remember that feeling? The more that you said it, the more that you believed
1: there's a tiny part
3: of me that believes it's it's real.
1: Okay, I just want to do my work. I don't know what you want from me. I really, I mean, I don't... It's silly, really. I
3: just need you to come back on the Zoom with us. And I need you to recreate what we did with Greg.
1: Yeah, I don't know. Like, I, I think... Uh, I'm... I, I just
3: can't move on with this hanging over my head if we just all come together and we we go through it again and nothing happens it just proves that it wasn't our fault and if you're not there there's always going to be a part of me that believes that what happened was our fault Edie please I, I need this
1: Aaliyah was my boss, but that's not why I said yes. I did it because I liked Aaliyah. We picked a Friday night and each procured our own bottle of cheap red wine. (laughs) We laughed and told stories, mostly about other people in the office. When it came time for the experiment, Aaliyah chose a new target. An ex-boyfriend named Zach. I'm not going to say what he did, but I will say that people like him deserve whatever they get.
4: What's this guy's
3: name again? Zach.
4: Zach. Shitty name. Shitty guy. Let's do it.
3: <laughs> okay. We all hate Zach, right?
1: I hate Zach. I also hate Zach. I hate Zach. Shut the Are hell up, Andy! Just do it. Say <laughs> it. I'm not a joke.
2: I hate Zach.
3: Okay, so this is how I want to kill him. He is obsessed with his car is a Mazda, like a bashed up Mazda with a spoiler on the back. And he thinks he's some kind of like big racer, even though he bought the car from a mall. But besides that, so it's late and it's after one of these gigs, he's a DJ. Oh wow, DJs are hot. Shut the fuck up. Don't judge me and my exes. <laughs> so he always likes to smoke a joint after a gig to like relax him. Cause he's got this like faux reggae vibe that he likes to put on, but really he just likes getting high. So, he has his usual joint, but it's actually laced with a little pinch of anaesthetic. So, his mind is cloudy, a little bit more than usual. He doesn't pick up on it because his ego is massive from playing that gig, which he sees as like a stadium tour. (laughs) So, he's in the car, he's turned up the radio, or I say the radio, he's got a CD in and it's definitely Bob Marley. He's feeling those vibes and he's going faster and faster and he's cutting round corners on the way home. And all of a sudden the car gets out of control and he tries to regain control from the car, but all of a sudden it slashes to the wrong side of the road and wraps around an oak tree. And that's how I want to kill Zach.
1: Are you okay, Leah?
3: Yeah, I actually feel free. Now it's out there. We can just move on with our lives, right?
1: Yeah, let's put this all behind us. But we would never get the chance to put it behind us. We begin tonight with a crash that left one person dead. Zach died exactly three days later.
5: A car driving at a high rate of speed crashed into an oak tree. We're gonna take a live look now at what- word
1: for word, how Aaliyah described. Event here in- we had access to a video conferencing service that could kill. We were unstoppable.
0: What a story this is, still developing now.
1: We Googled our way through terrorists and Western African warlords. The death of an alleged warlord in like Greedy CEOs. The
0: victim was a tech entrepreneur. A strange
5: accident that forced... And
1: coffee exporters who refused fair trade certification.
5: The more we look into this story, the more bizarre it gets.
1: Months passed, whoever or whatever was holding bad people accountable, it had nothing to do with us. We were just... talking. We could usurp corrupt officials and upend toxic systems. We even upgraded the account so we could talk longer than 40 minutes at a time. Our words would be cleaner and more humane than any drone strike. Nothing and no one was off-limits
4: you got to start with the Nazis. Get rid of them.
1: Who's the guy that owns Amazon? I hate him. Wait, 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 wait. Everyone
3: shut up, shut up. Do you realize no one's mentioned the president? Of course. <laughs> Night, nice, yes.
1: But our revolution got sidetracked. Things between Andy and Aaliyah got weird. Sharjah started spending more time on Twitter, picking fights with random nobodies. Like Janice, a 55-year-old part-time employee at PetSmart. It was fun to mess with her. Until it wasn't.
3: She called you what? You heard me. No, man. What
1: an asshole. Don't worry.
3: We're going to take care of this ourselves.
1: We made Janice fall down a flight of stairs. Maybe we shouldn't have done that. Maybe that's why Andy started acting skittish. He'd miss calls. The calls he attended, he would leave early. It was clear he wanted out.
2: I just feel like I need to step
4: away just for a bit and, like, I just don't want to be doing this right now. Of course. We want to do what's good for you. Yeah, you got to take care of yourself, man. I understand.
3: A hundred percent. No worries.
1: I mean, isn't it better if we just, like, stay together, though?
4: Yeah, I'll still be around to hang out and drink. I mean, I still think of you guys as
5: family.
3: Totally. Like, this is not going to change that. Yeah, okay. We've been through too much for that to change. Like, we're not saying that. Andy, we're here for you, man. Okay.
4: Okay, um, I mean, I'll just talk to you guys soon.
3: Bye, take care of yourself. Thanks for being on it. Bye, Andy. See you, buddy. Ooh. So, are we all thinking the same thing? Absolutely. What? He
4: knows a lot, Edie. Andy?
3: Edie. If he shares the link with someone, like, do we want Andy, like, drunk with his friends messing about on him, Like, what we're doing is really important. It's too important to be messed up by him.
1: And he's our friend. Is he, though, Edie? Is Andy really our friend? Because... Yes! He is our friend! I don't know why you're saying... We're not gonna...
3: Who do you think started that rumor about you in the office sleeping with Greg? I... Yep, that's what he said.
4: I mean, that's what he told me when I first joined the team. Honestly, just to spare your feelings, I didn't want to say anything.
1: What? Andy did that?
4: Yeah, Andy? He's not your friend.
3: Why would he do that? Edie, this is too important to be ruined. You know that.
4: He's taking care of himself right now, and we need to take care of ourselves.
1: I, I don't know. I think we maybe let's just. Can we just like wait a couple of days? Just sleep on it or something? Edie, I would love to
3: wait a couple of days, but he's out there being how Andy is, and you know what the true Andy is, so we need to do this now. Look, we're not asking you to do
4: or say anything. We're not pressing you. That's right. Just right now, tell us yes or no. Are you with us?
1: Okay. I'm with you. You're sure? I have to be. He knows too much. He he does. Agreed. I mean, you can't trust that guy.
3: You can't. You can't. So, we all hate Andy, right?
4: I hate Andy.
1: I hate Andy. The phone rang a few days later. It was Andy, one day before his death. It was like some part of him just knew.
4: I wasn't always kind to you, Edie.
1: No, you weren't.
4: I'm sorry. I really am. Maybe you could take it back.
1: No one is talking about you. Yes
4: you guys don't hate me
1: No, oh my God Andy look, you're an asshole yes okay, established, but everyone loves you that's okay
4: Would you just like do me a favor and like, go on the call and say I'm not a bad guy Like maybe you could say I love Andy. I would really appreciate
1: it. No, I will absolutely do that. Cool. I lied. Andy died in his sleep. After that, the call started coming in. First from Aaliyah, then Charjol. We all realized that if Andy could go then none of us in the group were safe from each other. It just feels
3: like the two of us are on the same page. We're both women trying to navigate a system designed for men, by men. you can say that he supports us, but does he? How much can he really be invested in dismantling a system?
4: Uh, I know that stuff earlier with Andy made you feel uncomfortable. Um, couldn't really say it on the call, but... Um, Aaliyah was also part of the whole rumor thing that uh, was being spread around. Um, I don't know. Maybe we could pick each other's brains and find some solutions. To deal with
1: I'm not naive. I, like you I knew the same conversations were happening about me. When they stopped calling, I knew they had decided. But also, a part of you knows when you're next. There's a thinness to the air, like a vacuum came and sucked out all the life around you. But before I go, I just wanted to log on and say one last thing. I hate Aaliyah. I hate Sharjell, and this is exactly how I would kill them.
5: You just heard a podcast called Limited Capacity Directed, produced and written by Rob Norman With Joel Buxton, James Kim and Mary Knopf. In this episode you heard voices from Raki Morzaria Monica Gaga, Sharjil Rasul, Christian Smith and Navi Danowa Mixed and edited by Andrew Norton Our associate producer is Nora C.B. Music by Jamie Carroll and Breakmaster Cylinder. Credits by Janne Lesonen. Special thanks to Heather Marie Annis and Andrew Epen. Production help from Cecil Fernandez. Our senior producer is Tina Verma. And the executive producer of CBC Podcasts is RF Nurani. If you want to hear all the latest gossip about Craig, you can find it on Twitter at LimitedCBC.
4: Great. I'm logging off.
0: That was the first episode of Limited Capacity. If you liked what you heard, you can listen to the second episode right now by looking up Limited Capacity on the CBC Listen app or wherever you get your podcasts. And new episodes come out every week. Thanks. And... Keep in touch. For more CBC Podcasts, go to cbc.ca slash podcasts.